Welcome to the Take Heart Podcast, where we have conversations around what it looks like to intimately walk with the Father, to know Him, to seek after Him, and to become more like Him. Our aim is to explore what it looks like to actively take heart, to be people who are confident in the future, because we know who our God is. Yo, yo, yo! (laughs) (laughs) It's the final episode! Who's here? I'm here! It's Sam (laughs) Haywood! I'm sorry. (laughs) That was great. You did so good. Thank you so much. It's so encouraging. Yeah. Um, thought we'd mix it up for the last episode. <laughs> um, episode ten, guys, we made it. We made it. We it's the are last here. one. We, yeah. Oh. Markers of a beholder is yep. what this this title is. I am very excited about this last episode. I feel like God's got a few things to encourage us in. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's been a journey, hasn't it, to it get has. to this point? Yeah. And I've really, I've personally really enjoyed this time with you and with you, Aww. Sam. Thank you. Too. Thanks for being a part of this journey. But anyway, maybe we'll save the sentimentalities till the end of the episode. <laughs> um, so the final episode Let's... of the season, um, the final one with Sam. Oh, you know, yeah. You, as you as you head on out for your new adventure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. sorry to bring that up. We just thought we'd just acknowledge that. Which is what? What if people don't know? No one knows. No one knows. Ooh. Like the so, listeners wouldn't, unless they're. From maybe we don't say that at all then. I wouldn't say that at all. Oh, you already said Do it. Do we re-record this? It's fine. We should. <laughs> you just say what you want to say. Say it. Say what you need to say. Say what you need oh, to say. Say what you need to say. <laughs> okay, uh, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> just thank, like, we're thankful for you being thank a part you. of this journey and thankful for you giving us this platform and this opportunity to, to share what we felt God was saying. And mm. I don't know, like, it was just really wonderful to be empowered in this way mm. um for both of us mm. it's kind of the first time we've ever stepped into something like this before um and so your leadership made that possible for us and we're thankful for your investment into this time here in this podcast as well so mm. just yeah, yeah. It, it's meant a lot to us to have someone like you backing us and supporting us in this journey um so yeah we just want to honor you and say thank you for that that's mm. all Thank Amen. you. That's all. Thank you. I'm super proud of both of you. I know this was Aww. a big step of faith mm. for both of you to jump into something that you both felt like God was calling you to do for some time. Yeah. And mm. you know, like when it comes to the crunch time and God's like, hey, you know, that kind of thing I put on your heart mm-hmm. like years it's ago. Time to it's time. Into it now. You know, yeah. and you were both kind of like, oh, wow, it is time. Um, but it's been amazing to see you both kind of. Um, step through that fear and allow mm. the Lord to use you. Yes. Um, mm. And it's been hard work, eh? You know, it's mm-hmm. not easy to do a podcast, but you've both really left everything on the floor and poured yourselves out and let the well, Lord use you. you. So I'm super proud Thanks. of both of you. Oh, and you. I'm really excited to see what God has for both of you next because this is only the beginning. Mm. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. I really feel that too. Thanks, Sam. Oh. And I'm sad to not so be a part of it. Well, we'll be mm. excited to see what God does for you and, and Kayla in this next season too and yeah. champion you guys as you go about what, what you know, what's next in store. Thanks. It's really exciting. We're it really happy right. for you. It Truly. Yeah. Okay. All right. You can cry. <laughs> I, was, I was already, it's happening, guys. It's happening. I'm getting emotional. Okay. Um. Let's get into the episode. Let's do We've it. We've titled it Markers of a Beholder. Bri, can you... 
just share a little bit about what this episode is going to look like. Yeah, yes. sure. Um, we thought it was would be wise uh, to get it because last episode we talked about wisdom. Good one. Yeah. Um, if we're talking about the fruit of the Spirit this time around, so um, that outward expression of the work of the Holy Spirit within us. Mm. Um, so let me start with the key verse that we're going to talk through, um, which is Ephesians 5, verse 22 to 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. And so we are free to be an endless supply of mm. all of these things, mm-hmm. to love unfailingly, to be joyful always, to be peace-filled, to be patient with others, to be kind beyond me- measure, to be good to all those that we encounter, um, to be faithful to the Lord and to others, to be gentle in every interaction and to be self-controlled in every decision. Mm. Um, but before we launch too far into the Spirit's fruit, we want to settle first on the Spirit himself. Yeah. Um, last week I was looking through a Beth Moore study on the fruit of the Spirit and I saw these words describing the Trinity, which um, I love when you read something that seems really simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is what this felt like to me. Um, she was writing and said that the Father wills it, the Son illuminates the truth with his word, and the Spirit enables it and makes the way. So you've got the will, the word, and the way. Mm-hmm. Um, that um, each one within our triune God has a role to play. And by looking at it this way, it's, you know, it's the spirit's role then that enables or empowers it and it makes, um, and makes a way for God's will to come to fruition. So his fruit or his gifts within us is how he makes this possible. Yeah, that's really good. I really like that will, word, way. Mm. Simple, effective. Mm. It's great. Yeah. Um, okay, but in Ephesians 4.30, the word says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. So what then does it mean to grieve the Holy Spirit? Well, I think it implies that the Spirit has feelings. Mm. You know, in this case, the word grieve is used as a verb, meaning to cause to feel grief or sorrow. So in other words, the scripture is kind of exhorting us to not cause the Holy Spirit to feel grief or sorrow as a result of our own choices. Um, you know, I, I think we grieve the Holy Spirit when we don't allow ourselves to be led by him, um, when we choose our own way instead of his way. Um, I, I know I grieve the Holy Spirit whenever I don't obey God. Mm. Like you feel that kind of inner kind of groaning that you didn't do the thing that God was putting on your heart to do, right, that pressing mm. of Holy Spirit. Um, so I think when we consider those fruits of the Spirit, well, it is all about the Spirit and not at all about us. It's about taking that focus off ourselves and completely, you know, leaning into his power. Mm. So let's chat about each of those fruits of the spirit. Mm. Not too, we're not going to spend too long on them because there's a few, but (laughs) we do want to just talk about what they are and how we can see those fruits emulated in our lives. Right. Yeah. But again, we just want to go back to this point. It's not about us. It's about, um, you know, his power at work in us. And this is the Mm. evidence of that. Mm which is really cool. So the first one, love. Um, I think, you know, we've, we've already dedicated an entire episode to um, how we can emulate God's love in this mm. world. Um, but one thing we do want to say about love is that it's always demonstrative. It's not always in public action. Sometimes it's in prayer for others who have hurt us. Um, but I think you can't love without actually doing something about it. There's always a demonstration of love. Mm. Um, so I think, you know, maybe if it's, too painful to love in person, we can love in prayer and ask for healing or courage or peace or restoration. Um, 
but I just, I just want to remind us of what we talked about in that episode on love. The original Greek for love is agape love, which is perfect love that really only God can give. So love for God and love for others, if we have that, that comes as a result of receiving God's perfect agape love mm. first. You know, we love because he first loved us. Mm. So the result of receiving that agape love is the fruit of the spirit, which is love for yeah. others and yeah. love for God himself too. Mm. And then joy, mm. personal favorite, uh, Luke 10, 17 to 20 um, says, the 72 returned with joy and said, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. Jesus replied, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to, to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. However, do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Mm. That was their and really our greatest source of joy, that our names are written in heaven. So, mm. you know, the... We, we have joy because of God's grace. You know, the, the Greek word for grace, I don't know how to say it <laughs> <laughs> properly. Sam might want to jump in here. I think charis, like charismatic. I don't know. I'm just thinking charis. <laughs> and the Greek word for joy is kara. But it could be completely wrong. Sounds close enough to me. Charis. <laughs> anyway, the point is that both of those words are close enough to each other, right? The word for joy, kara. The word for grace, charis. So we have joy because of God's grace. Our joy literally comes from the grace that's extended to us in our salvation. So true joy, true kara, I should probably stop saying it because I'm probably <laughs> murdering and butchering that language, that beautiful language. Um, but that true joy belongs to Jesus and he is the true possessor and then the giver of that joy. And so we're called to remain in him. And when we do that, we remain in that joy too. Mm. And so that's evidenced in our life as we uh, joyfully live out um, our call. Um, we know that we are actually living in unity with him, mm. which is a very amazing reality. Mm. Um, and just one more I'm going to talk about before I'd love you to jump in with some more sure. um, is peace. Um, so, you know, I think Peter's experience walking on water is a really cool um, lesson for us that, you know, if we keep our eyes on God, we will experience his peace, that the mm. wind and the waves and the turbulence of life can't actually throw us and, and deter us from that course, you know. Um, I think life without peace would just be unfathomable. It would mm. be unbearable to consider that, um, that reality. But thankfully um, that is not our real reality. You know, peace mm is a result of allowing Holy Spirit to work in our hearts and in our minds. And I think the fruit of the Holy Spirit is seen in the peace that comes even when our circumstances are far from peaceful. Mm. I, I want to be that the kind of person that, you know, even when my circumstances seem just so overwhelming and so, um, you know, how could you ever be okay during this kind of thing, um, that it would seem unnatural and, and weird for me to be a peaceable and peaceful person mm. through that circumstance so yeah. that it would be a wonderful opportunity for me to, to explain that that only comes from God. That's how I can feel that peace. Right. Mm. So Holy spirit in me looks like being peaceful when the world is not peaceful mm. and is probably giving me reasons not to be peaceful. Yeah. I don't know. Does that make sense? It does. And the, what just popped to mind when you were saying that was the guy who wrote, it is well with my soul. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember his name, but he wrote that um, after he found out his, I think everyone in his family but his wife yes. had passed away. Yeah. And he was on a boat to go and meet his wife um, and he wrote it while he was out at sea. And I think when you're going through something so horrific mm. to then go, I know that God is still good mm. and I know that he is still kind and, you know, like that peace is, is just not fathomable in this world and so it has to come from God. Absolutely. So, yeah. Okay, patience. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not really something we want to ask for, is it? I don't know your experience, but I know that sometimes we say, oh, you know, I just need God's patience. But then the back of our mind or back of my mind is often that I want to be patient, but I don't want to ask because I know I'm going to be tested or I know I'm going to be given a situation that's going to test my patience or or have to grow my patience. And I I don't really want to do that. And so it's that kind of awkward, God, I want the, the skill, but not the, um, I guess the, I don't want to go down the path to have to actually build it. Um, now I'm probably going to murder this word too, but the word patience um, is translated from the word macrothumia. Sam's just giving me a blank Pretty look. Good, like, yeah, you've hit the edge of my understanding. <laughs> okay. long ago. All right, no worries. Um, Sounds good enough. You lost me which, at Karis. Karis, yeah. <laughs> um, which means to be patient with people in this particular context. Mm. Um, it's not Very just specific. patience. Yeah, it's not just patience relating to circumstances. Um, and then the Greek word, root of this word relates to two words that mean long and passion, apparently. Mm. Um, and so through the Holy Spirit, we are then able to wait longer before indulging our passions. So we can actually become long-tempered rather than short-tempered. Oh, I want some of that. Yeah. Lord, yeah. please. Um, and that Paul used this word when he was describing Jesus' patience with him. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1 Timothy 1.6, he says, For that very reason... I was shown mercy so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ Jesus might display his immense patience as an example for those who would believe in him and receive eternal life. And I think how we respond to others is just so critical, Um, but we must not do it in our own strength, but only in God's. Mm. Um, And, you know, we, you know, dedicated a whole episode to forgiveness. um, But I just, I guess, want to remind us of that, that if God is placed um, someone on your heart right now that you believe really needs your um, patience or forgiveness to go and act on it. Mm. Um, It might just be praying over it first. It might be actually going to have a conversation, but, you know, re-listen to the episode if that helps. Mm. We obviously don't have all the answers. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, God may have prompted us to say something, you know, that you really need to hear at the moment. Um, So pray and keep praying and keep seeking God to help you with whatever it is that is placed on your heart. Mm. Um, and Ephesians 4 verses 1 to 2 encourages us to be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with one another in love. And we need God's help to actually live that out. Um, kindness, that's the next one. So do mm. we think about our God as a heavenly father enough? Um, I think sometimes maybe we do that a little bit too much. Like, you know, Jesus is my best friend kind of thing. Oh. I don't think. Papa God. We, yeah. Daddy God. Sorry. Really? Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Right? Yeah. People do that. That's fine. Sorry. I don't want to say it like I'm criti- criticizing something. Oh, no, no. But no, like, I've just not heard it before. That's there's what ways means. of like relating to the Lord. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, I had a, um, oh, so I think there's a fine balance between knowing that he's our Heavenly Father, but knowing that he is all-knowing and yeah. ever-present And as revering well. him and fearing him yeah. in that way as well. Yeah. 
Um, but I think sometimes we also forget that he's kind. Mm. Um, I had a conversation recently with a dear friend of mine and we were reflecting at just how good her life is at the moment, which was such a joy to do. Mm. Um, she's just finished uni. She's got a great job. Um, she's got a really supportive um, uh, group of friends and family and she's just really loving life. But yet it was kind of as if she was waiting for that bubble to burst mm. and like she was thinking that there was pain or trouble around the corner. Um, but I, th- I don't think that God works that way. Um, I think that he is kind and I think like an earthly father or like we expect an earthly father to be, you know, he wants to give his children really good things. Mm-hmm. He wants um, to be delighted. He wants us to be delighted in him and he wants to comfort us when we're down and he wants to be the one that heals our hurts. Um, and Romans 2, 4 reminds us that it is God's goodness, uh, God's kindness that leads us to repentance and not judgment. And the Holy Spirit enables us to have um, you know, moral integrity with kindness and not to get trapped in that self-righteous judgment as well. Yeah, that's good. That's really good to remember. Thank you. Mm. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. We're going to take a little bit of a break from our podcast to get to know everybody Whoa. a little bit better Whoa. today. It's wild. It's a party. I'm not prepared. Oh, it's okay. None of us are, no. including me. Uh-huh. So let's get to, uh, let's start with Emma. Let's oh, get to know Emma. Always. No just worries. a little uh-huh. bit better. Yep. Emma. Sam. If you could be, um... I'm just thinking on the fly here. Uh-huh. I'm thinking. I'm thinking on the fly here. If you could be really, really tall, and I'm talking like ten feet tall, like Jeez. It's, it's starting to really ruin your life, kind of tall. Uh huh. Um, or one foot tall. <laughs> what would you choose? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> such a, sorry, that's a great question, Sam. I don't know what would I choose. Well, think of the benefits. I mean, being, being, being really tall, you don't have to pick fruit off trees. You can just go and, go and eat it right off. That's just eat I'm the saying, apple right I'm, off the I'm tree. I'm literally saying I would be ten foot tall because what's the benefit of being one foot tall? You can just run underneath. You'd people's be like legs a rat. It, like, people would just step on you all day. It's horrible. I much prefer to be ten foot tall. What a power trip, man! Oh, that's hilarious. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the question. No worries. <laughs> Great. Bree, is it my turn to ask Bree sure. question? Bree. Oh, yes. So this is we're doing. Would you rather? Sure. That's, that's what we're doing. Oh. If you could. Oh no, I'm not good on the spot. <laughs> I can't think of anything. Just come up with something. Would you rather to have? That's would you great, rather have? Great English. Sorry. Straight up. <laughs> Would you rather have feathers, feathers for fingers, <laughs> feathers for fingers, or um, uh, uh, like flippers for feet? <laughs> what? Fli- flippers for sure. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Heck yeah, flippers. What are you talking about? You can <laughs> run, but you can swim fast. It's very slappy really when you walk really on the tile at home. Slap, slap, yeah. slap it around the house. At least you could grab stuff. You could use your elbows. <laughs> you could. Okay. That's oh. fine. That's great. I love that one. You're now asking Sam. I'm asking Sam. Yeah. Um, I'm terrible at this. Do you... I'm going to change it slightly. Mm-hmm. If you could be an animal, what animal would you be? For a fruit. A horse. I'd be a horse. For a fruit. 
Specifically a Mustang. Why? A wild horse. I feel like they're very capable animals. <laughs> Didn't you want to buy a Mustang at one point there in your life? I was so close. <laughs> you were. I had the papers in front of me. Wow. And then I thought, I can't buy a Mustang. This isn't wise. What was more just like, what will people say? <laughs> well, there you go. Hmm. I may still buy a Mustang. Who knows? So, <laughs> who knows what life has Who knows? Anyway, I, I hope would, you do. I really hope you do. I would do. like to be a Mustang Thank horse. You. Okay, good to know. Cool. Well, it's been great <laughs> to get to know us. I think this is the best one we've ever done for the last episode. <laughs> you think episode. so? Yeah, no, absolutely not. <laughs> it was fun. I enjoyed that. Okay, great. Anyway, let's get back to our episode. Please. sound Next right one. boy Goodness. you know it's no secret that we do live in a broken and, and very pain-filled world yet god constantly and unceasingly works for the good of those who love him um and he's always good um i think we know that it's an incredible privilege to live for him and to serve him um and goodness means an uprightness of heart and life goodness is really evidenced by our actions um this word relates not to not only being good, but also doing good things. So 2 Thessalonians 1.11 really highlights this um, when it says, we pray for God's power to help you do all the good things you hope to do and your faith makes you want to do. You know, through the Holy Spirit's work in our lives, um, you know, we're upright in heart and we do good things mm. because of that positioning uh, and because of what God, God's Spirit is doing mm. in our lives, right? Another one, faithfulness. Again, we spent an entire episode on faithfulness. Um, but just to recap a, a bit, um, faithfulness is a character trait that combines dependability and trust based on our confidence in God and his eternal faithfulness. In the New Testament, faith is the belief in God and the conviction that Jesus is the Messiah through whom we obtain eternal salvation. Mm. That's what faithfulness means. Um, and so we kind of stay true to who we know we are because of who we know he is mm. um, as a Christian and in that Christian walk. That's how I guess the fruit of the spirit is shown in that particular way. Mm. Um, gentleness. Um, gentleness in the King James version um, is translated as meekness, but because being meek seemed weak, because being meek seemed weak. <laughs> um, Modern translations of the Bible use gentleness to mean like a mildness of disposition. Um, but Baker's Evangelical Bible Dictionary <laughs> explains um, meekness does not identify the weak, but more precisely the strong who have been placed in a position of weakness where they persevere without giving up. The use of the Greek word when applied to animals makes this clear for it means tame when applied to like wild animals. In other words, such animals have not lost their strength, but have learned to control the destructive instincts that prevent them from living in harmony with others. That changes the whole way you read that, right? Yeah. Hmm. Yep. So meekness isn't weak. Weakness. Meekness hmm. isn't weakness. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot. There's so much that we could be talking about for each of these. Um, but just let's just remind ourselves of what Jesus himself describes as a characteristic of himself in Matthew eleven twenty nine, he says, 
Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Mm. Jesus himself was a gentle man, Mm. but that doesn't mean that he was weak. I mean, man, Jesus was flipping tables, you know. He had... (laughs) A, a, you know, a justified rage about him sometimes. Yeah. Should I say rage? I shouldn't say rage. What should I say? <laughs> Maybe anger. Righteous so. anger. Oh yes. <laughs> um, not rage. Sorry, Lord. Um, but that, yeah, so that gentleness shows itself in other ways. That's a, a quieter mm. strength of perseverance. Mm. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's a little bit on gentleness. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> no worries. Um, then the last one, self-control. Um Self-control is when I think we decide to remain within the boundaries of God's will mm-hmm. um, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Obviously, we can't do any of this without yeah. the power of the Holy Spirit. So um, Galatians five sixteen says, So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. Um, they're in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. Mm. And I think... Being self-controlled and being disciplined actually drives true freedom because when we are living within the God-given constraints that we have, then that's the only way that we actually truly flourish. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Amen. So all of these things are really incredible fruit that comes from um, being in a relationship with God um, and having the Spirit of God living within us. Mm. Before Jesus' crucifixion, before his you know, resurrection, this could not have been imagined. Mm. But the fruit of the Spirit is the holy presence of God in our lives. That's a really cool reality Mm. to be in. You know, Mm -hmm. if you're seeing these evidenced and manifest in you, that's a really cool um, encouragement for you that you have Holy Spirit in you and that he's working um, for his, his glory in your life. You know, as believers in Jesus, we are given the Holy Spirit to lead and to empower us. In Acts 2 verse 8, Jesus says, you will, be, you will receive power, sorry, when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witness, my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. The fruit of the Spirit really, oh, sorry, the, all the fruits, the fruits of the Spirit indicate a genuine relationship with Christ and also act as evidence of the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. So be encouraged. Mm. Um, You know, a couple of verses after it outlines what the fruit of the Spirit is, we read this. Since we live by the Spirit, Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Since that's that's how we live, let's not not live that way. Mm. Let's keep in step. Well, let's be people who are continually sensitive to what Holy Spirit's doing. Mm. So this could look like the following. Mm. When you feel like you want to give up on it, person, um, the relationship's getting too hard, ask the spirit to fill you with his love. If you're feeling like the weight of the world is just on your shoulders and it's all getting too much, ask the spirit to fill you with his joy. Mm. When your soul is feeling unrest or you're feeling uneasy, ask the spirit to fill you with his peace. When all you want to do is yell or just, you know, flip the bird at a reckless driver, (laughs) ask the spirit to fill you with his patience. When you believe that you've reached the happiness quota that you deserve and you think something else, something negative is around mm. the corner, ask the spirit to fill you with his kindness, reminders of his kindness. When you can't remember the last time you enjoyed your relationship with God, ask the spirit to fill you with his goodness. When you're feeling like your faith is waning, ask the spirit to fill you with his faithfulness. 
When you need God to be close to you, ask the Spirit to fill you with his gentleness. And when you are tempted by the things of this world, ask the Spirit to fill you with self-control to remain within his will. Mm. I love that we can just ask Mm. for more of that awareness of the Holy Spirit's work and power and that he will. Remember what we were talking about in that episode on wisdom? Ask and you will receive. Mm. Seek and you will find. Knock and and the door will be opened. Yes, and it's not just a little bit like, Receive it in faith that he will pour out that that gift or that his spirit yeah. generously into you. That's mm. amazing. Yeah. Mm. Um, the triune God has given us, you know, his personality traits, and I use the word personality loosely, knowing that he's not a person, um, to change the world, right? He's given us part of him to change the world. Yeah. And so let's take up that challenge, this incredible responsibility, this shield of faith, these fruits of spirit. And, and let's do so knowing that our mighty God is a mighty warrior mm. and that he's already won. He's already won the battle and that he is the one who has come to turn the world right side up. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's incredible is that he, want, uh, he wants us to be in partnership with him to restore hearts and minds. And so I really want to pray over us all um, as we strive to do this with God's empowering and with each other's encouragement. Um, So for the final time this season, (laughs) would you join me in prayer? Almighty God, we, we come before you now and we, um, we completely acknowledge that you are the one true God and that we are not. Um, Father, we pray with all of our hearts that we, you know, we really want to thank you and honor you and praise you for blessing us with this fruit of your spirit. Father, thank you for um, entrusting us with enacting your will for this world. And Lord, we just pray that you'll please help us to be faithful to you, to always put you first and to be a light in this world for you. Um, Father, we thank you for this podcast and we thank you for all of those who are listening. We have been so humbled, you know, by the opportunity to be able to create this for, create this for you, Lord. And we trust that you are doing with it what you have planned to do with it. Um, May it be changing hearts and minds for you in fresh new ways. Um, And Lord, we love you and we thank you just for you. Thank you for the joy it is to serve you. And Lord, please help us to honour you as we go about um, lives in this world and to actively live out the fruit of your spirit. Amen. Amen. I loved looking at Markers of Beholder with you tonight. That was just, yeah, really wonderful. Like what what does someone who is beholding God actually look like? Mm. And and that looks like living out the fruits of the spirit. That was so good. What a great way to end yeah. this season. Thank yep. you so much to everyone that has tuned in and listened and given us feedback and, mm. and just wanted to engage in this conversation around beholding God and why that's such a noble and, and beautiful and ho- like holy pursuit. Mm. I know we're really passionate about it and I mm. feel like we've, I don't know, God's just really opened people's eyes to what it really looks like to seek him more and, be changed in that pursuit, which mm. has been really cool to to see. So we just want to thank you for being on the journey with us and um, thank our teaching team for what they've imparted into mm. these episodes as well. We want to honour them and thank them for the time and the effort um, and just the general pursuit of more of God that they personally do themselves to then be able to, to really impart something really special and fresh into each episode. We're really thankful mm. for them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Sam, I'm really thankful for you and the way that you've been a part of this podcast too. I know we started the episode by saying that, but mm. just want to finish that by honoring you and thanking you for your time and your energy and your effort and 
your wisdom here. So thank you. Thanks, Emma. Yeah. Thanks. And Bree. Thanks, Bree. Thanks, Sam. So thankful thanks, for Emma. you, my friend. Oh, you too. This has been a great journey for us to be on together. It has. I've been so encouraged by you and your wisdom and Aww, your maturity. Thanks. Thank you. You too, beautiful. Yeah. Thanks. Well, that's all from us. It is. It's been wonderful. It has. We, we trust that the Lord will continue to to grow you and shape you as you enjoy this journey of beholding him more and more. Mm. Um, and just, yeah, keep seeking him. He's so worth it. Mm, absolutely. Life's pretty good with Jesus. <laughs> it is. <laughs> All right. Take care, everyone. We're out. Bye-bye. We know that to take heart, to be encouraged, and to seek a new thing is a personal pursuit. We want to encourage you that you are not alone in that pursuit. We believe that because of who our God is, we can actively seek him and see what he is doing. When we do this, things start to shift. Our hope for you is that you would embrace this process of becoming and allow our God to continue to grow you into all he is calling you to be and that you would have eyes to see what he is doing in this generation.